0: You know, I've been on a lot of dates, I've had a lot of relationships, and obviously I'm still single. What can I do to be a good boyfriend? And she said, she put her fork down, and she said, pay attention. And I realized that, wow, I had the light bulb went off that, you know what, guys pay attention, but we always pay attention to our stuff. And women pay attention to the little things. And sometimes when it seems like a woman in a relationship is giving a guy a hard time, their intent, in my experience, is to make the relationship as good as it can be. And a lot of times, guys take that, In a negative way so men and women have a different way of communicating
1: this is episode number 539 with robert manny what women need to know about men robert is a returning guest he was on my show several years ago i read his book i thought he was wonderful and i wanted to have him back on because i have had a lot of women asking me to have more men on the show telling them what do men want to know? What what can they tell us about dating? So we'll bring Robert on in just a minute, but I just want to welcome you back to Last First Date Radio, where we believe it is never too late to go on your last first date and to support you on your journey to lasting love. I wrote a book and it's called Becoming a Woman of Value, How to Thrive in Life and Love. It's filled with 30 chapters, each one has a tip to inspire you to play a bigger game and succeed in all areas of life and love. And you can find it on Amazon for Kindle or paperback. This week's tip on becoming a woman of value from the book is step number 10, forgive yourself and others. How often do we hold on to anger either at somebody else or ourselves and it really holds us back from having the relationships and the life that we really want to have. So, my challenge to you today is to look at where you might be holding on to some anger, resentment, whether it's at yourself, at a former partner, even at a parent or a child or a friend, and ask yourself, do I really need to hold on to this anymore? Can I let go even 10 percent? will help you to move forward and let go of some of that heavy stuff that's holding you back in life and love. And before I bring Robert on, just want to give a shout out to my Facebook group. It's called Your Last First Date. And we are a very unusual group in that we are for women over 40 who really want to grow on their journey to love and to learn from every date and not just have a place where they can come and complain and then support each other in complaining. That doesn't get us anywhere. You know, it's okay once in a while to vent, but if it's just a complete venting every single day and tons of people going, yeah, that person's a narcissist next. Don't, don't run away. That's not our group. (laughs) So if you would like a really positive place for support, come and join us at your last first date on Facebook. And now for my guest, Robert Manny. He is the host of Guy's Guy radio show on NBC's KCAA radio in Southern California. He has a podcast that is downloaded in over a hundred countries. He's on YouTube and Rumble channels and Guy's Guy Radio features interviews and in-depth conversations with thought leaders across many, many different fields, relationships, modern masculinity, spirituality, health, wellness, and diet, Business and much more. And I was honored to have been a guest and I look forward to coming back on the show. Yep. Welcome, Robert.
0: Thank you so much for having me back on the show.
1: So, Robert, what do you see as the status of men in today's culture and today's dating culture? Well,
0: oh, that's a small question, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big one. Well, you know, I always like to say that this is a time where it's the best time ever to be a man, it's a time where men can be whoever they want to be but it's also a time where it's less clear who men really are. So it's a tricky time for men also because men are kind of caught in the crosshairs. The young guys, they don't have role models. They're caught somewhere between MMA and manscaping. Um, The world's changing very fast. Women uh, are getting their long overdue recognition. They're ascending very quickly. They're getting a, a, a lot of education that they hadn't been able to get in the past. And they're really making things happen. And guys, young guys are falling behind a little bit. So we really want to help them out. For the Gen, you know, Gen X and the Boomers, you know, it, it's a lot of times they're still valued by their wallet and their position. And it's uh, there. I think more and more men are starting to understand that life is more than that. And it's a tricky time for men also. So I think this is a good time. For men to, as you said, as your tip for the week, Sandy, to forgive themselves and also start to look inside to see what they're doing, what what they can do better, and how they can spread a, spread more positive energy and love to the world.
1: I like that message. I think that that is a it's a confusing time. It's also a wonderful time to be a man and a woman, but the roles have changed for both of us quite a bit. As you mentioned, women are ascending in work, there's more equality, but there's also a lot of confusion. So how does that affect the dating world and what you've seen? I know you're married now, but Mm -hmm. what do you see in the dating world out there?
0: Well, I I think part of it, and I am married, it's generational. So I can't be a complete expert for the, you know, Gen Z guys, but- when i was out there dating before the internet came along in terms of online dating you had to really be more out there you had to uh, have the stand up you had to approach a woman you had to really have some confidence and some game and nowadays it's so easy where it's swipe right swipe left and uh, so many other things you can do online that to me it's a it, when once that started to happen i was like this is great if you can develop some type of a chemistry Uh, and and workability in terms of how to work the online dating space. You can meet incredible women and you could be sitting at home in your tidy whities. Um, Whereas previous to that, you really had to go out there and learn how to converse, learn how to really relate to women. And I think that's there's a lost art of conversation and knowing when to lead, knowing when to follow up, knowing how to be a guy in the best sense of the word. With uh, the dating coaches I've spoken to who have been on my show who are female, to, to a person, they've all said that they wish men would be more like men in, in the best way possible. That doesn't mean arrogant. It doesn't mean chauvinistic. It means confident, comfortable in their own skin, and be able to have some ideas and go out and make the first move and say, hey, let's do this. And And instead of just laying back and expecting the women to kind of run with the ball all the time, I think that's totally unfair. But I, I don't blame men so much is that it's been made so easy to them for them. And um, it's just a tricky time in our culture with dating because uh, it's it's very easy for young men and just men in general to be lazy about dating because it's there's so many fantastic women out there who are looking for real guys.
1: So you're saying that it's much better in terms of the amount of choices that we have and the fact that it's so easy to just sit home in your underwear and <laughs> swipe right or left. It's also... We've lost a lot and we've lost a lot in terms of how people can communicate. Oh my God, that is so true. The texting is the worst way to communicate, especially as you're getting to know somebody. And so there's all this text going on on the apps where nothing goes anywhere. People say things that are offensive and back in the old days, cause I'm in the same generation, I think as you, we were dating in the, our twenties. There was, there was no internet, there was no dating app. And we, we, we got asked out on dates or we asked people out on dates. And I think with, with the way that things have changed in terms of Me Too and men who are afraid to make the wrong move, so they are asking for consent, and then women want them to be more forceful, there's a lot of confusing messages out there.
0: I, I agree completely. My advice for guys would be, you know, just be yourself. If you have good intentions, um, and you're a gentleman, and you're respectful, I think most ladies would appreciate if you make a, make the first move, or at least suggest the first date, take the lead. I always tell guys if you if you ask somebody out the first time, you know, pick up the check the first time. I, I'm not saying go out to an elaborate din- dinner. If you're going to meet somebody online, which seems to be the case in most the majority of uh, connections today, you know, you, you have a short message back and forth. You send your phone number invariably, if the woman's interested, she'll send you her phone number. That means you call her up. You have a conversation. You There's a different exchange of energy there. If it all still feels good, maybe you meet up for a glass of wine or or whatever. And if it goes great, you have some appetizers and you both you make sure everybody gets home safely. And then then you pick it up from there because there's so many opportunities to date now that you don't want to throw it all in on the first date and you want to get to know the person. And I think what happens is by the time people get into the dating space, a lot of times uh, some of the women have a, they have their list. And um, I always tell women, keep the list of must haves short and make them really important because you really sometimes we have an idea as to who our perfect mate would be. And we could be a little bit off and in terms of values. That doesn't change. But in terms of some of the physical aspects, of course, you're always going to be you can't control chemistry and you can't control who turns you on and who doesn't. But you wanna be open-minded and you don't wanna immediately delete, 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 because you might be missing out on some cool people. And it could be somebody that turns into a friendship who has some nice girlfriends who might want to meet you. So I always recommend to guys to be friendly, to be open and respectful. And if if, if you do date for a while and it's not working out, you wanna be gentle in terms of how you'd say, hey, you know, I, I'm not I don't think we are really connecting the way what might be best for you and also best for me so let's let's see other people or however you do it just do whatever you can face to face don't just ghost people don't do this breadcrumbing. all this other stuff just be be a gentleman it's easy to do and if you do that if you just be yourself and you're confident and in your own skin and you're a gentleman you will be prized by the women out there in my opinion because the, the way the young guys are trained now in terms of how to interact does not It doesn't have some of that old school stuff that's still, you know, some things are timeless. Being a gentleman is timeless. Being respectful is timeless. Being fun is timeless. And dating should be a fun sport, if you will. If you want to date for a while, there's nothing wrong with that. But make it fun and be respectful and don't just like use people and and, uh, trash them. It's just not a good way to be and it'll it'll come back at you.
1: There's so little respect out there and I'm working actually with a man right now who's He's newly widowed. And I said to him, you are, you are like a unicorn out there in the dating world. You're kind, you're respectful. You're a gentleman. You you know, always pick up the bill. You call women, you don't date 10 women at a time, you know, like all of these things that seem so simple and basic, but very few people also keep themselves in good shape. He's got so much going on in his life, even though he's retired. I think that's another thing that I see a lot of times is that men, as they get older, often their lives become smaller and women's lives become bigger. Like women will take on more hobbies and take on a whole new career in midlife. And men often are amping down and they're they're kind of feeling lonely if they're divorced. They don't always go out and meet new people and have new friends. I'd love to hear your perspective on that.
0: Well, there's a lot there, but everything you said, I I agree with. From my experience in hosting a show and interviewing like over 700 people, I find that um, women are way more open to new things. And they will, you know, men are, women pay attention and men don't. Let me tell you a, a quick story. When I was online, I had the whole thing down to a science. I was having a blast meeting great women online. I would Send a quick email. We'd talk on the phone. We'd meet up. If it worked, it worked. And we'd take it from there. I finally uh, had somebody wink wink at me. And um, I wrote, wrote to her. She wrote back. And I said, how about a phone call? And she said, no, let's just meet. And I was like, that's not my rule. And then I realized, well, I just made up these rules. So we met. And it turned out to be my wife. And uh, she had been on a free Match.com weekend. Three free days. I was the only person she met and we got together and I, I was still dating other people. So she saw me on match uh, and said, what, what are you doing out there? I thought we were going out and I was like, you, you know what? She's right. Why don't I try this for a change? She, I'm connecting with her. Let's. She and I will go out a little bit on our own, just us two, and see how it works. And if it doesn't work, we go our separate ways. And I know it sounds so simple. And it sounds like limiting in some ways, but actually it's not. It gives you a lot more freedom because you really have the time then to get to know somebody. And if it doesn't work, you'll quickly know. But you know, after three dates, I said to my uh, wife to be, you know, I've been on a lot of dates, I've had a lot of relationships, and obviously I'm still single. So what can I do to be if we, you know, continue to be a good boyfriend? And she said she put her fork down and she said, pay attention. And I realized that, wow, I had the light bulb went off that, you know what, guys pay attention, but we always pay attention to our stuff. And women pay attention to our stuff also. They pay attention to the little things. And, you know, sometimes when it seems like the the, the, the woman in a relationship is giving a guy a hard time, they their intent, in my experience, is to make the relationship as good as it can be. And a lot of times guys take that in a negative way. So men and women have a different way of communicating, but I think the the main thing is that guys need to be more open-minded. They need to not just lock into their certain mindset and their rules, and they they need to really listen and pay attention.
1: Wow, that's a great story. I I definitely am an advocate for, if you have a connection with somebody, focus your attention on that person. Like why keep your, Dance card open indefinitely if you really feel a connection, and I've done that. I have told one man who I was interested in that I I think we had been on maybe four dates, and I said, "Listen, I'm really enjoying getting to know you. I'm gonna I'm not interested in dating anybody else for now. I'd like to get to know you. How do you feel?" He said, "Great," and he shut his profile down. He already had a date scheduled for the next weekend. And he canceled it. It's important to explore these things, to speak up, you know, and it sounds like for you and your wife, it was also about communication, like really being honest, being open, being willing to hear, being willing to speak. Pretty uncommon, unfortunately, in the dating world to have that, that level of openness. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Music Unlimited, you can listen to over 70 million songs and thousands of playlists and stations. Plus, you can now stream your favorite podcasts like Last First Date Radio. You can listen to any song, anytime, anywhere on any of your devices, your smartphone, your tablet, your PC or Mac, Fire TV, and any Alexa-enabled devices like the Amazon Echo. Get Amazon Music Unlimited for free for 30 days Just head on over to getamazonmusic.com forward slash last first date to learn more and claim this offer. Let's talk a little bit more about what women need to know about men. You've said a few things like Mm -hmm. keep the list of must-haves short and make those must-haves really important. You said to be open-minded because you might be missing out on somebody great. What other things would you say are important for women to know?
0: I think um, sometimes they think when guys aren't saying anything that there's a, a, an issue and it's it's not. Usually it's just the opposite uh, from my experience and for myself. And I can't speak for all men and all generations. I can only speak for people I've talked to and my own experiences that if, if things are OK, going well, the guy's not going to say anything. If there's an issue, he'll bring it up. Then he'll hear what you have to say about it. You may agree or disagree, but guy usually, a guy will usually just let it go at that point and then process it and make his own determinations based on that. Whereas a lot of times women will want to really drill down on it. And sometimes it gets to a certain point where a guy doesn't know how many how di- many different ways to say kind of the same thing because they have a perspective and they, they explain, hey, this is what I think, and that's it. And some, you, people can't agree, couples can't agree on everything. So sometimes it's OK to have a different point of view. And I think sometimes women think that there's a, an issue with men if they're not talking all the time. And it usually it's a good thing in that, in that if they're not talking to you, that's not a great thing. But if you're, they're quiet, they're not complaining. So that's good. That means that you've got a pretty uh, satisfied guy. So uh, that's one thing I think sometimes women wonder about. The other thing is uh, guys are more simple than, uh, than women think. Um, and uh, just as i explained if they have a problem they'll bring it up if they don't uh, that means that all things are good so this uh thinking there's something mystical going on you know uh, behind the years there it's not necessarily the case guys guys are pretty straightforward for the most part if it's a good guy you're going to what you see is what you get and so then you make your determination on that and there's a lot of different ways of kind of getting to know guys and how they feel about this or that without having a guy feel like he's being cornered.
1: Yeah. So that interrogation or cornering, I I what I hear a lot from men is they feel criticized. That's like one of the biggest turnoffs is they feel like they can't do anything right because a woman's always trying to kind of fix him and make him do things better. <laughs> You know, if you would only follow directions, if you would, uh, you should have done this, you should have done that. So for women who tend to be a little bit controlling, maybe they uh, are running businesses and they're used to planning and being in control in the rest of their lives. What would you advise those women if they want to have a good relationship with a man?
0: Well, I think what you said is true. And um, I think a, lo- a lot of guys do take it as criticism and they're going to get defensive about things, even if the intent is not to criticize. Sometimes it comes across as criticism. So I would say for women, just take a take a pause before, you know, take that 10 second pause before you say something that you might might be taken the wrong way or phrase it, take the time to, to praise it in a way that it doesn't come across like criticism, even though it's a it's a little bit of a nudge that like, Hey, we could do this better. And I think that that goes a long way because guys do after a certain point, they get their hackles up and they like, I I don't want to be criticized. And I've experienced it. And it just seems to be a way of men and women communicate different. You know, I I still get that. And I, and and I'm married. And I I, sometimes I feel like I'm under siege a little bit and it all depends on picking your spots. Uh, Some things are too small to really, you have to go back and forth on uh, by cl- keeping the cupboard closed or something like that. You, you got you to pick your battles, I think, or pick your opportunities for criticism, constructive criticism, because at a certain point, if men are, as we know, men are going to be sensitive and defensive about what they take as criticism. I think women have to then be mindful about, uh, let me think a little bit about how I want to say this and express this, and they may get better results from men.
1: Yeah that's that's really good advice. I I just find that just the the way we speak, the words we use are so important. And that's why I focus so much in my work on communication and boundary skills because it makes all the difference in the world. Yes. I I was wondering um so that a lot of times I think men are trying to read women and figure out what to say to them just as women are trying to read men. And one thing I noticed with the men I've worked with, and I've only worked with a handful of men because most of the people who come to me are women, but in terms of reflecting on a woman's story, for example, maybe she shares something really near and dear to her heart and he is afraid to pry so he doesn't really go deeper. And maybe she wants him to, but she's afraid to. So, for people in those positions, what would you suggest to men in terms of how they can maybe use more empathy or reflect more, which might not come so easily to them?
0: I think you just said it. I think men need to display that. How can they display that? Continue the conversation. Ask, "How do you feel about that?" Oh, or or repeat kind of what if you agree. Repeat what the. Person, other person is saying, uh, it's not. I don't mean it in the terms of salesmanship, but it's we're people, so we communicate. If somebody parrots back to us what we said in a nice way, that means I understand you. Or for guys, say something like, I understand. How does that feel? What do you want to do about that? What are you thinking? I think men quickly fall into the trap of trying to solve women's problems all the time. And you've heard this a million times where a woman wants to tell what tell you what's going on but she's not looking at you to solve her problems she just wants a voice, somebody to bounce a couple of things back and forth with and guys think oh uh, i have to fix this and this is how i i would fix it and we have to be careful i still fall into that because that's kind of the ma- male mentality where if something's broken or not right we want to fix it but the way to fix it is Focus on the relationship and let the woman have her say and then see how you could continue to help her continue the discussion so she feels comfortable with you uh, and realizes, hey, this guy's not trying to fix it. He just wants to know how I feel. It's like talking to one of my girlfriends. Great. And he's good in bed, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I teach women to advocate for their own needs in that way too. Just like if you don't want, fixing or even feedback, just say what you're looking for when you share something. You know, preemptive boundaries around those kinds of things are really helpful.
0: It goes both ways too, Sandy, because I remember I was in a relationship and I had was just I was just out of a job. And I was with somebody in the financial industry and she was successful and I had been in a really good job. And in advertising you're in and you're out and it doesn't really matter that much. But all whenever we went out, all she would do was talk about her problems with her at the job and she made a lot of money and she just complained about her job all the time i was looking for it to get my next position i was like do i really have to listen to this for yeah, i mean can't she be sensitive enough to realize that maybe this isn't the only subject to talk about but you know that's it's an individual thing so i think women also have to be sensitized about okay what do i want to talk about is that going to be some type of a hot button for for this guy let's let's And it's just, I think it's the same for men with women also. Um, You have to be careful. You pick your spots, pick your subjects because, and, and know how to position them in a way where the other person is not going to take it the wrong way. It's just being, you know, a human being that's paying attention. I mean, it goes both ways.
1: Yeah. I think most of, most of dating advice is really how to be a better human and how to be a better dater. Um, So... Tell us, Robert, what are most men looking for in a relationship from your point of view?
0: Well, you can't, they obviously, can't, just like women, chemistry, um, they have, you know, they want somebody who's physically attractive, attractive to them and that they find that the other person finds them attractive. Men want to feel attractive, just like women do. Um, they want to be somebody they can let their guard down, who can laugh, Um who can appreciate their hobbies, even if it's might not be something that they're into, but at least they appreciate it. Like I like football. I like to watch some of the games, not a lot. And my wife doesn't, she'll watch the Super Bowl or something, but so what she doesn't bother me. If I need like an hour to watch a game on a Sunday with my son or whatever, that's cool. It's just a matter of, um, just being sensitized to that, you don't well, you don't want a mirror image of yourself in your partner you want somebody who has some of their own interests and uh that's a, a but is also available to you and will listen to you and just be there and be a friend as well as a you know an intimate partner
1: they're all great things <laughs> i think that for a lot of people you know the, the football thing is a great example where A woman will say, I can't stand football, you know, or she'll try to make him not watch his game, which is really not okay. So I know that years ago, I dated somebody who was into football and I never was, but I said to him, you know, I'd love to sit down with you and watch a game. And can you explain to me what is going on? Because I don't really understand the game but he was so happy that I was willing to do that. I don't think we sat through the whole game because mm-hmm. I don't think I had the patience to sit through a whole game, but I showed willingness and interest in something that was important to him and I think that what you said is just super important so That's just a, you know. I don't
0: that. Ca- I don't care if my wife likes football or not. I don't want a, a drinking buddy for my wife necessarily. Of course I want a, a good friend and everything, but Um, it's not necessary. She should have her own interests. And there's other interests that we have that we share together. uh, But it doesn't have to be everything. And if there's some guy type stuff like football that I want to do, or like, you know, I go take my son out, we throw the baseball around. I don't need my wife along for that. That's what we do. She does other stuff with him. And uh, that's cool. And we do some stuff, the three of us together. But you know, in today's day, there's so many devices, people rarely sit well, I'm not, let me let me take that back. Everybody in addition to having a big screen in our household, we each use our own personal device. So we have a screen we pull out, a small screen that you know, we pull out, we watch stuff together on Friday night. But otherwise, if I want to watch something, I, I got my device, my wife's got her device, my son's got a little device, and we're all happy and we just don't do it at dinner
1: that's good you have some ground rules (laughs) no but i love that it's like we don't all have to like the same things because people think they want their clones i I heard this from so many people i want someone just like me well no you really don't (laughs) you know that would be really don't (laughs) no it would not only be boring it would also not create any attraction at all because you're too alike and you have to have some differences to have attraction. So speaking of attraction, how can women get men to pay more attention to them?
0: Well, I think it's a lot of the things that you talk about, about self-love. And uh, first, I think people have, and women particularly need to look inside and say, who, who, I am, who am I? What do I want? What am I good at? And what type of guy do I want? And what do I have to offer? And then I think for from a man's pers- perspective, You want to take care of yourself. You want to present your best package. You want to be interesting. You don't want to drag the past along with you. You want to go into new connections in an open way and not make judgments. And it might not feel right initially. So you have a cup of coffee with somebody. If it doesn't work out, maybe you learn something along the way about whatever their job is or whatever. That that's okay. You know, men are interested, you know, obviously they're still visual. So I think. Men appreciate a woman who takes care of herself. If she's in shape, of course, that's great. If she dresses well, that's great. If she's relaxed and fun to be around, that's great. And laughs at his jokes, not forced laugh, but if she thinks he's funny, that's really good also. And also can converse with a guy on an intellectual capacity about different subjects. It doesn't have to be at a a super specific high end you know, finance area, if, he's, if that's his work, but it should be about things that they both have in common that they can um, relate to, human stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> all that human stuff. I think that often in dating, another complaint I have from women is, I am a really good listener, but he didn't ask me any questions, or I listened a lot, but I didn't get to share anything about myself. So would you say that women should be more assertive and just share things about that? Like, how would you, how would you advise a woman who is on a date with somebody who's talking about himself a lot? Uh,
0: I think it's a telltale sign that maybe this is not the right guy. Maybe he's nervous and he wants to tell you all about himself and he's, he's presenting himself. And uh, I would just say, don't be too quick to judge. Give people a second chance if you find them attractive. And if that's like the one thing that's bothering you, see if you can dig in and get him to talk about some other things. A lot of times, uh, you know, guys go on dates and they feel like they're getting interviewed and uh, check, check, check. And that that's an uncomfortable feeling also. So I think uh, women have to be careful. If you keep throwing the questions at the guys, they're going to start talking about themselves. They're going to think they're on an interview and keep talking. So make it a conversation a back and forth, make it comfortable. And, uh, Expose yourself, let them expose themselves a little bit and uh, get on the same vibe. And uh, that usually is it's all it's about. Anyhow, it's ultimately it's going to be about chemistry. Do you feel good with this person? Does this make person make you feel good? If they're just going to talk about themselves and you've gone out with them more than once, then you have to say, mm, question mark, do I want to go for three strikes and you're out or am I over now? It's up to you. You know, you have a limited amount of time. And uh, if somebody's been out there dating for a while, they ha- they get a sense as to, okay, who who this person is after two dates, you should get a pretty decent sense as to the type of person they are. May- maybe not completely, but from an energetic standpoint, you should be able to pick up on that.
1: Yeah, I, agree. I totally agree with that. I think there are dating coaches out there who say, Six dates minimum before you know a person. I'm like, no freaking way. I say, second date should be the default. You know, just give it at yeah. least two dates, if, unless it's a complete turn off on the first date. A lot of times people just don't, right. they're not relaxed, right. they yeah. don't show who right. they are. But after two, I, I think if somebody can't show yeah. up in two dates as more of who they are, then move on. There are a lot of other yeah. fish in the sea.
0: <laughs> Ag- agree, agree, agree.
1: Yeah. So Robert, sounds like we agree on a lot of things.
0: Here. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We really do.
1: I, I really enjoy your humanist approach to relationships and dating. It's really just common sense. If you can be a, a better human and really pay attention to what you're putting out there, the vibe you're putting out and what you're picking up. You're going to do a lot better out in the dating world. Uh, So as we come to a close, I would love to hear your final words of advice for anyone who wants to go on their last first date.
0: I would say uh, work on yourself. Do the best you can be for yourself. You want to change the world? Work on yourself. You want to have great dates? Work on yourself. If you do the work and then you put yourself out there, you've done everything that you can do. And the most important person to work on, the most important person to love, love yourself, respect yourself, work on yourself. And it should shine through. If you're doing it the right way, it'll shine through and you will attract. Instead of chasing, you will attract the guys you want to attract.
1: Yeah, there's something about, um, I once did a video on pull energy versus push energy. And when you really are doing this work, you do magnetize, you pull people in. And it's true for romantic partnerships, it's true for work getting the right clients. It's just you emanate who you become Mm -hmm. and who you are. So I love that.
0: And Always be yourself too. Don't change for a guy. Let's say the guy's like, he wants you to get in great shape because he's in great shape and you like to go to the gym. Fine. So you dial up a little bit, but don't, if it doesn't feel right, if this is not you, don't change for a guy because you'll always be chasing.
1: Yep. And I, yeah, it's no fun to chase. I mean, I have a son who's 31, he's 31. Uh, and he used to be a person who chased and he said, now his whole energy has shifted and he just feels so much better about friendships too. Like he'll let people know when he's available. You call me when you have time, not I'm going to keep chasing after that phone call. It just feels so much better to be in control of your life in those ways. Yep. So Robert, uh, this has just been great. Uh, let our audience know one good link to find you. And then I will have all the other links to your podcast and your YouTube channel and everything else in the show notes.
0: Okay. Uh, probably just my website. Cause that has links to everything. Robert Manny, M a N N I.com. And uh, that's links to the radio show and the uh, YouTube. And you can always get three free chapters of my novel. The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which has been called The Male Successor to Sex and the City by Dan Wakefield. So that, just go to my website and you can download three free chapters.
1: Go ahead and download those chapters. It's a really <laughs> fun read. I I really enjoyed it. Thank it's you. It's a great story. It just takes you into this... Really interesting world and I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend that people follow you and follow your podcast and listen to more of the wisdom that you put out there in the world, Robert.
0: Thank you so much. And thank you for everything you're doing, Sandy.
1: Thank you, Robert. And thanks everybody for listening. If you love our show, please follow us, rate us, review us, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will be your best friend. And as always, here's to your last first date. If you are ready to get unstuck, gain new tools, become more empowered, and finally find your last first date, I'd love to talk to you. Fill out an application to be considered for a complimentary half-hour love breakthrough session at lastfirstdate.com forward slash application. That's lastfirstdate.com forward slash application. I look forward to talking to you soon.